You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, the Socceroos have kept their round of 16 hopes alive with a thrilling 1-0 win over Tunisia last night. It was a resolute performance by Graham Arnold's men and the country is celebrating. But the job's not done yet. Clint Bolton, former Socceroo, he called the game for the SEN Network last night alongside Jordan Canellis and pleased to say he's on the line right now. Clint, thanks for your time. Pleasure, Jules. Uh, didn't the breakfast and coffee taste a bit better this morning? It did. Oh, for 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it hasn't tasted so good. So that's fantastic. It is. It's been a long time. Uh, third win in World Cup history for the Socceroos and we celebrate and enjoy it while it's here because very quickly we're on to the next match. But just, just in the short term, I think we're entitled and the playing group is entitled to just soak it up. Just the one change from the France loss, Karacic in for Atkinson, who was injured. I know I heard the start of the call last night. Uh, you were sort of asking questions, rightfully, about, I guess, selections, formations. But, but we have to give credit to Artie mm-hmm. and, of course, credit to the players because what they did do was execute perfectly. Yeah, well, it's, it's more of what I expected in the first game against France. Mm. You know, I had no problem with the team selection in the first game, but I just, the performance didn't really back up what I thought was going to happen. Arnie had us believing in this team and talk about DNA and all this sort of stuff. And it rings hollow after a performance like France. So it's just back to where we were before the French game. And, you know, it's, it's what I expected and that's what they delivered. And, and overall, uh, bar a couple of players that I think have question marks leading into the third game. Just about everyone well and truly improved on that first round performance and and rightfully should be celebrated. He talked about running out of legs in that first game. I thought he got his subs right, uh, Clint, you know, in, in that second mm. half, you know, bringing on McLaren, Rustic, you know, Mabila and Degenek. Yeah, yeah. It felt like, it felt like there was um, greater intent with the substitutions in this particular match, I think he took far too long to try and change the game in, in the first game against France. So uh, a lot better in this game. Uh, players are getting good game time that that hopefully serves them well in the next game, particularly Hristic. Um, just He just looks like a class, a different class when he takes it to the field. So hopefully he starts in the next match and, and runs runs the midfield with Aaron Moy, who's one of the standouts. So plenty to look forward to. Denmark's not going to be easy. But playing against Tunisia, which is a, in somewhat a similar opposition to Denmark, uh, gives them great confidence, I think. You made an interesting point, and I heard the SBS guys sort of say it as well. Uh, I guess the one thing that played in the Socceroos hand as, hands was as good as Tunisia were on the ball. Is that lack speed? So they found it a bit yeah. easier compared to France to, I guess, hold their formation. And they were tested at the back. It was a white-knuckle ride, that last 20. You know, I thought uh, Matty Ryan was outstanding. You know, had a lot to do. 
uh, and he stood up at Harry Suter, of course, who just putting out fires at what a hundred percent effective tackle rate. Ah, oh, Suter, man of the match for me. Um, some of the biggest moments defensively I've seen from a, an Australian football in a long time. So he was fantastic, Matt Ryan. After a somewhat quiet first match, just looked solid and confident, particularly in the air, which is great. Um, but they weren't tested. That's, mm. you know, I'm not someone that's always looking forward and, and reflecting on the game almost instantly last night. I, I didn't feel like it was the Tunisia I expected to come out uh, like they did against Denmark and really play aggressively and in the face of Australia. I'm not sure if they were just fatigued from the first match or paid not as much respect to the Socceroos. I don't know. But, but while it was, a, it was a great win and we held on, in the last 20 minutes, geez went through every every single emotion in the studio. Yeah, I know I bet. Uh, the three of us in the in the studio were just looking at each other and <laughs> uh, it's almost comical. Oh. But we got there. The, the thing is, we don't normally get there. there was, there's always some heartbreak with the Socceroos, mm. like a, a late penalty or, or a refereeing decision, which we just, just think is bizarre. Or So none of that happened. We held on. Um, it's a confidence builder. And... We put ourselves in a position where fate's in our own hands. So what more can you ask for? Exactly. Uh, you mentioned their refereeing. What did you make of the refereeing last night? I thought there were a few times where he potentially could have blown the whistle but didn't. And I wonder if that, you know, with the extra running might have played into Australia's hands. Uh, yeah, there were a couple of decisions. We looked at each other in the studio and, and thought that was a bit bizarre. But overall, it was all right. It wasn't, there wasn't anything major mm. that was that you got wrong, so that's important. You don't want a, a, a your World Cup fate decided by a refereeing decision, so that's that didn't really play out. So no problem there. I think the refereeing overall has been pretty good at the World Cup, so so no problem there. Yeah, I think the other challenge for the Socceroos was, you know, apart from Tunisia, was just concentration. You know, you knew one lapse could be fatal, and they had to hold their nerve, yeah. and that was, I guess, arguably the most pleasing thing. You mentioned Harry Suter, standout player of the match. I was really impressed with Darcy's Beige last night, Clint. I thought he was excellent. Class, yeah, class. He was he was one of the better players in the first game as well. So he's been great. He's been great for the Socceroos for a long time. Uh, but to your point, like there were mistakes in the game from the Socceroos, but but the ability for teammates to to actually cover up the mistakes was was evident as opposed to what happened against France where it just felt like mistake upon mistake upon mistake led to a goal. So this time out, if there was a mistake, for example, like when Kai Rolls coughed up possession around halfway, it was Harry Suter and that flying two-legged challenge which covered him, you know. So mm. we had plenty yeah. of those type yeah. of moments, which was fantastic. Uh, Craig Goodwin, uh, his stocks are rising this tournament. And that's a great thing, isn't it, about playing on the world stage? Um, you said the French guy, we don't really know anything about those players. But he's had a great couple of games. Mm. You know, how long before he makes a journey to Europe, potentially? Yeah, well, I'm surprised he's 30 years old. So maybe that plays against him mm. at, at this stage in, in his career. Um, so he's a lot older than I thought he was, but... I, I've had no problem thinking that Craig Goodwin is a mature enough player to handle the stage, the World Cup stage. Uh, the last couple of years in the A-League, he's, he's just been as solid as a rock and importantly delivers quality in and around the edge of the box all the time. So so he gets another assist on top of his goal from the first match. His stocks rise, a move, a big move overseas, maybe, maybe, but 
maybe he's settled. He has a family now. Um, he's doing comfortably in Australia. So it just depends on how far he wants to go. And if offers come in for a guy that's heading towards the, you know, towards possibly the peak or the back end of his career. Denmark went down 2-1 to France. Of course, a draw should see Australia go through. Uh, what did you see from that game? What have you seen from them so far? And, and are they beatable? Very beatable. It's, yeah. it's, uh, Denmark are a similar, similar opponent to Tunisia in a lot of ways. They are defensively really solid, but struggle to score goals. So if you, go, if you take a lead like we did against Tunisia, then Denmark are going to struggle to get back into the game. Mm. Simple as that, because that's what they've shown in recent times. So I, I, felt like, I felt coming into this World Cup, because I finished in the semis, in the Euros, did pretty well in the previous World Cup as well. I felt like they'd be a lot better than actually what I've seen of them. So, no. so they're there for the taking, no problem there. But, but they do have some big scalps in recent times. So they're, they're not unused to being in big tournaments and getting the job done. So they, let's be honest, they're going to be a tough opponent. But we're in the box seat. We've got nothing to lose. We play like we did against Tunisia, where we're on the front foot and aggressive. Then, then come on. We're a massive <laughs> chance, let's be honest. Well, that game, of course, Thursday, 2 a.m. And you're doing another game for the network. Is it Brazil-Switzerland? Is that the next one you got, Clint? It is tomorrow oh, night. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh, Brazil are still rock solid favourites in my mind. So oh, great to watch. You know, that Richarlison second goal. Uh, be hard to top that. I love goal. Richarlison. Yeah, he's wonderful. Uh, he's, he's he's one of my top five players. Uh, I enjoy watching across the world at the moment. I think he's a gun. Attitude, intensity, and quality is just fantastic. Yeah, it's it's wide open at this stage. Uh, this World Cup. Uh, it's been stunning what we've seen so far. Clint, thank you so much for your time. I'm sure you're a little bit tired. Go have a rest and uh, we'll hear you in the early hours of tomorrow, of Tuesday morning. In fact, it is 3 a.m. Thank you, mate, for your time. Riding the adrenaline of the Socceroos. No yeah. problem. Cheers, Beautiful. Mate. As is the rest of Australia, there is Clint Bolden. Good man. Full caps for the Socceroos and he called the game for the network last night. It was a white knuckle ride. Right at the end, he's going, oh, no, no, no. And then, you know, Suter, you talked about that 100% effective tackle rate and they just scrambled, didn't they? You know, Arnie talks about the Aussie DNA. It was it was there in spades last night. Matty Ryan made some important saves. You know, held his nerve, and that's what you want from your captain. 0457 736 736. You're on Sports Central. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 a.m. for a limited time only. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.